Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a nine-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, we'd love you to be part of the show. So send in your questions to peter.inch at serviceexperts.com and listen next Saturday for the answers. Kind of, kind of changed it up there, Mr. Gilbert. Did you notice? Yeah, you did. A little change? Yeah, a little change, yes. So little still change. waiting for your rewrite? Yeah. Haven't well, seen it yet? There's a, little, there's a few things going on that have my uh, priority as opposed to writing the script. So this show isn't your top priority? You answered that question for me. <laughs> yes, yes it is. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Along with what other top priorities do I have? Well, there's like 50 on the line. Yeah, okay, thank you. We had 1,108 likes on Facebook, even though I still can't look at it. <laughs> I have to do it at home. So, What were we last week? I think you said 104, like 1,104. Or, but, yeah, somewhere in there. Okay. Uh, it's been a little cooler this week. Yeah, so it just actually just allows us to catch a breath. Um, so we're still extremely busy. We're getting caught up is what we're doing. Yeah. So waiting for the next heat wave. And uh, everybody's still going pretty solid, though. It's it's just they can walk instead of run. Yes. Uh, which makes it a little bit. But I'm still running. You see me jogging around the shop here. Is that what that's called? Yeah, yeah jog limp, jog limp, you know. That's how it works. The good, the replacement knee doesn't limp. It's now the other knee that limps, so. Oh, we get SOS numbers under the door. Is that something, what we're something was slid under the door? Yeah, everybody's still can't even have the door closed, and they're still getting you things. Exactly. Here you go. There. <laughs> um, the uh, says I uh, question came in here. I have work done by another company for ducks, and recently found out it wasn't done to code, and is now causing mildew. They are hanging up on me when I try to call them back to discuss. Who would I call to report them? I would like an inspection of the work done to have a report of what was done to code. Do you do that or who would I call? So wow, so there's there's a few ways you can go. You can go to the Better Business Bureau, number one. You can go to probably the City of London because if it was done as duct work, there should have been a duct design done and registered with the city in order to approve and stamp it so that it's done properly. So the city inspector would be very interested in what's gone on. And, um, and then because if there was some work done and, the, and you hired a contractor who maybe or may not have taken a permit, so all that stuff is going to come out and that could open up a big can of worms for that contractor. Or, I don't know, uh, TSSA is more of a gas thing. I don't know if they're ductwork, but I don't know if you can get them involved on because it's a contractor that did it. If it was a heating contractor that did it, I, I don't know, you may want to go that road as well. Or you can go all three. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Big, uh, the Better Business Bureau, number one, and then the city, because like you say, there should have been a plan taken out and a permit. And if they haven't done that, hey, like... 
then, you know, why are we more money? Why do, because we do everything above board versus trying to do things below board. Yes. And then when it doesn't work out, they, you know, they're hanging up on them because they don't want to deal with it now. Right. Um, TSSA, yeah, you would have to call and talk to them to see if that is someone that uh, could help them with that. If, if it's a gas contractor that didn't work, yes. But again, you know, a lot of, you know, why have we been around for 94 years, Steve? Well, we won't go into your house without doing a heat load calculation to make sure that it's sized properly, number one. Uh, when we're doing when we're doing stuff like uh, duct changes and stuff like that, it has to be, um, it all has to be certified. So um, we used to have that inch in-house, but we don't anymore. So we would hire, or you can hire, we would direct you to hire a third-party company just to do a simple duct design, which gets stamped, registered with the city. And obviously you're going to have to take a permit for that uh, because if there's duct changes, uh, if if the sizes and stuff are changing, that's something. But if you're if you're redoing a rec room down in the basement, then things have to change. Ducts have to go down to the floor now. They have to be sized correctly. You need to have proper return air ticket. So all that matters now. It wouldn't have mattered 30 years ago, but it certainly matters today. So, um, and the city engineer is just going to look at it and stamp off on it as because it was done by a professional company to say this is these are mechanical drawings for this house. He stamps off on it. The city engineer looks at it and says, yes, that's good. He stamps off on it, and you know you're good to go. And if there's, so that if there's something wrong, you've got some place to go to to fix your problem. Now, some, you know, they talk about mildew. Now, sometimes ducks will sweat in a basement, and there's nothing wrong with them. Well, and it could just be if there's too much moisture in the basement, and, because, and that's usually because of lack of circulation, or... Sometimes it's because there's maybe you're bringing in, maybe you've got a basement window open for whatever reason to air it out. Well, that hot, moist air is coming in and hitting that cold ductwork and it's going to condense. And that condensation or the ductwork, if it's condensing inside a wall, will create obviously mold and mildew. And it can be a blood filter. Can be, yeah. You know, like, so a lot of times we can jump to the ductwork's wrong, but it may not be. Could be running the fan, could be. They don't have uh, return airs in the basement to draw the air out. Could be a dirty filter. Could be a dirty A-coil. You know, so I put in a new filter, it's still doing it well. If the A-coil's plugged, it's like a plugged filter again. Yeah. So there can be there can be many. Our sweats here in the shop, back in the uh, parts department. Well, that's an open environment, yes. Right. And we're not trying to air condition the whole shop. We're just trying to do spot cooling. And so when it gets really humid and moisture out there, it will start to drip some water. Yeah. Things will happen. So we hope that helps. It uh, doesn't sound like you're going through a good scenario there. But I don't know the contractor will pick up the phone. No. And I mean, and to give an example, we're doing a big job in, in downtown London, and there was how many of us there? Six of us. Six of us to review how everything was going to be done. And even I got up on a ladder and shoved a piece of duck in, and and the whole room went silent after I put that piece of duck in. Because then they realized they couldn't uh, fire rate it and they still get the duck go, in. Yeah, it wasn't going where we wanted it to go. Yeah. yeah. 
but you know, it took to shove the pipe in before everybody agreed with me. I was having a hard time getting agreement with me up there. Oh, it's just on that one spot, yes, yes, yeah. And then we lost you went down the basement. I don't know where you went, but yeah. Well, it, it was funny. If you timed how long each one took, the basement, which was the most difficult, went the easiest. And you took my idea. And I said, well, we just put it here and put a closet right here. And, well, can you do that? Yep. Well, that'd be great. And then, boom, way it went and it was all done. Because at that point in time, I think we were, we were wearing ourselves down and <laughs> down the floors thinking, okay, so we have to make concessions here. And, and really, they're, they're still extremely happy with how it all planned out, but we just we had to get that knocked off just so we could proceed. Yeah, but, but you're right. Everybody, I, I wore everybody down, so when you got to the basement, you just you started, agreed with me. You started off on the easiest floor, I see, yes, and then we worked our way down, yes. <laughs> well, that's because we, that's where we built the unit up there. Mm-hmm. But oh, it was good. The drain was the biggest argument. In the trap, the trap, <laughs> the trap. Where the trap was going to go? Yeah, we had everybody putting an opinion on that one. So now our songs this week are from you, Mister Gilbert. Oh, because I said to you, what do you think we should do about the songs this week? And you said, play something for the summer. Right. So our songs are of the summer. Boys in the summer. Well, different songs. You have to see. There's lots of summer songs, so I might not have picked all the ones you would have. So, But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. After in the waves? Nope. And we'll be back after these short messages. I got my first real six-string. Bought it out the five and done. Played it till my fingers bled. Was a summer of 69. Summer of 69 with Canadiana, Brian Adams. You remember that song? Steve? I remember that. Would have been nine years old. Thank you for that reminder. 69. I'm not nine anymore, though. No, what are you now? 61? No. <laughs> no. 60. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Don't rush me. Well, it's coming. Get ready for it. Yeah, uh, you're just saying that because you're just around the corner. Yeah, a couple of weeks away. Yep. Fourth of July. Yep. The U.S. celebrates my birthday every year with fireworks <laughs> and big bands and a whole bunch of stuff. So maybe I should go to the U.S. Maybe you should. And then I quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. <laughs> you guys would enjoy that. 
Not, no, no comment. No comment. No. Uh, we we did. Uh, we're both scheduled for a second vaccination. Yep. We're we're going off. Uh, we went with uh, AstraZeneca first. We got the Astra shot first, but we're going to get the uh, either the Pfizer or the Moderna second. Yeah. yeah so I'm going down to Nichols Arena, just so down from the shop. Yeah. So it's going on different days. Like five minute trip down, get it, go back to work. So, so don't be taking half a day off, Mr. Gilbert. I'm doing mine at the end of the day, so I you just have it done and go. And yeah. then you can lay down and, you know, feel awful. And don't feel awful. Where I don't feel any of that. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't affect me whatsoever. Maybe this one will. Yeah, it might. You never know. But, no, we'll be fully vaccinated, and we're going through confirming at the shop all who is vaccinated and who isn't. So that we know and have a list prepared. And but just because some customers are, you know, they, they want uh, employees who've been vaccinated into their homes. And rightly so. If, you know, if we can accommodate that, then certainly we will do our best. And you might not get your, your appointment as quickly as you want it because of the list of people that we have with vaccinations. But, you know, we will certainly accommodate your request. Yeah. Now, we had a question come in. I moved a piece of cooling equipment to my new property. Do you refill the coolant for that? If so, how much? Ooh. <laughs> that is not a good thing. I want to know I want to know what the new homeowners of the old property thought about walking in with no air conditioner. Well, and how did you move it? Did you pump it down? Did you seal the lines? Because moisture inside a coil or an outdoor air conditioner is awful. Awful. Yeah. So if they didn't seal those lines and they left them open for a couple of weeks or three weeks or out of the summer or... And then the other question is, what refrigerant is it? Right. Because if it's, if it's the old refrigerant, just stop by Zubix on the way to your new property and deposit it there. Yeah. yeah if it's R22, we can't recharge it. Uh, if it's R410A, there's still a lot of questions, and there's no warranty. Zero. Now, what's the cost? You'll spend a thousand to eleven hundred dollars um, or more, because that is us reconnecting with the line set and the wire and everything there. Right. If there's no line, copper lines, there's no uh, wiring, and we got to redo the whole thing, you might as well put in a new one because it's just as much work. Yes. And you're only going to be $1,000 difference. Right. So, so you're really not saving yourself any. No, you'll, you can easily get that up to $3,000 to do that. Yeah. Very easily, uh, depending what's involved. But when I saw that question come in, I thought, whoa. <laughs> How did you, did you feel, like, well, those lines closed, was everything done? And the other thing, is it size right? Now, it might be, it might be a ductless for all you know, right? Yeah. Could be a window air. Hard to say. Hard to say. But, you know, all air initiatives have to be, uh, you need to turn that screen on. I'll need to be recovered in a certain way. So if if you if you aren't experienced, hopefully you paid to have it professionally removed. But but then um, if you didn't and you just did it yourself because you watched a YouTube video, we probably don't want any part of it. And if you had it professionally removed, why aren't they putting it in? Right. 
So it's just a little fishy. It just doesn't smell, doesn't pass what do you call the smell test? <laughs> you know, that, that one, but uh, not not a good thing when I read that. So, no. Now, so a lot of, sometimes we have to disconnect the units because they're redoing the driveway or our friends at Advanced Basements are putting in uh, they're digging around the foundation. Yeah, yeah, and they need the air conditioner moved. They do the repair to the foundation, and then we put it back. Yeah, and and but we go out and do that and do it properly, so that when they're done and we come back to rehook it up. But again, that's that whole process is like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred dollars. I had a customer in uh, Old North that uh, they were they were doing some renovations in the house and the, and the old line that just kind of went in a place that was going to be and cause problems for the renovation. So we went out, took out the old line set, reclaimed the unit, waited till they did the renovation, and then refund the line set into where they wanted it then. So it can be done, but it has to be done professionally. Yeah. All right. Now, um, do you sell and install dehumidifiers? Now there's different types of dehumidifiers. Right. So there's whole home. Right. So we will we will sell and install the ones that attach to your furnace. So the whole home dehumidification system. So it's like a um, it, it's a unit which so there's the portable kind which you just have a hose running. If you can hopefully you adapt them so you don't you take you just run a hose right into your drain. You don't have to worry about emptying the tray all the time. You don't have that option to empty that tray. Those are the portables. But they also make ones that attach to the furnace. So we use your furnace system and the return air uh, to work through a dehumidification system. So uh, we do install those. Uh, they're more complicated. They would take, it's, it's almost kind of like installing, I don't know, something like anything that's attached to the furnace. So it, it, it's going to be like a six hour installation. So it takes a little bit of time and um, we do sell those. And then they do have this other product that they call Humidatrol, but we don't really use that very much um, because we don't really have, it, it's a, we're using your air conditioner to kind of help dehumidify, although your air conditioner dehumidifies anyways, this just makes it dehumidify better. Not very popular in Canada because we don't really have the, the plenum height, which is the box above the furnace. Um, so we would strictly, that's why we really, concentrate more efforts on the whole home dehumidifiers. Now, the whole home dehumidifiers put some heat into that basement. Well, into the ductwork that circulates through. So it, it's, it's in the box itself, so it does create, but so does their portable creates heat as well. Yeah. You just have to make sure not to oversize the whole home dehumidifiers because in some cases they can throw off too much heat, which causes a problem. And the portables, you know, big box stores, Yep, is where you can purchase those. Now, they are only last a few years. They're not... Uh, they don't last very long. No. They're, they're made with nothing but the finest plastics in in the country, so... And you can't just throw them in the garbage. You've got to... Not. They have to be recovered by refrigeration, so they do a refrigerant in them, so you just can't throw them on the curb. Garbage man's not going to take it, um, so you're going to have to dispose of it properly. Yeah. Now we, I don't know if we announced that we, we're a big curling sponsor on a uh, 
Olympic gold medal winning team. We did a long time ago, but you can always refresh people's memories. Did we do a long time ago? Yeah, but once we signed the deal. But Team Jacobs, which are Brad Jacobs, Mark Kennedy, and the... Harding Brothers. Yep, which are... Harding Brothers, yeah. um, And they're playing out of Northern Ontario. uh, But Brad won the 2000 uh, Sochi... 2014 gold medal, and Mark won the 2010 in uh, Vancouver, yeah. and then didn't have a good run in Pyeongchang. No, didn't. No, with yeah, with Mr. Cooey. Yes. Yeah, but we won't talk about that. That okay, brings back bad memories. Does it? Gives me nightmares. You know, sitting in the stands, looking at what's happening and having no control of what you can do anything, but. So they, uh, I checked, was talking to Mark the other day just to make sure that he had received everything from us and said he was hoping to have the schedule by July of where they will be for the, all the different bonds fields and tournaments and things like that. Well, very nice. So we hope they win in December, because what's in December? Uh, December is what? The Olympic trials. Is it? And they're in the in for that. So And where are they being played? They were supposed to be played in Saskatchewan, but we'll have to see with COVID whether they're gonna do a bubble again or whether they will allow go back to Saskatchewan. Because they'll want to they'll want some spectators like that. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot better. I mean, watching the NASCAR. You're a big NASCAR fan, Steve, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Huge, yeah. huge. You know, yeah. you can name top three drivers. and No, no. I, 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 the, the drivers I remember probably aren't even on the circuit anymore. <laughs> uh, but when you watch there now with fans in the stands. Now, they have 50,000 fans, but they all got six feet between them because it's such a big all the way around the racetrack. So. It's nice to see in the hockey Vegas. They're pretty well packed in down there with Montreal, but Montreal pulled out a win, so it's one-one happening there. So, and we had a question come in: Does duct cleaning include cleaning of the furnace fan? It does not. It's not saying that we won't do it, but if you want that done, it's an additional charge. Yeah, we normally would book a furnace maintenance to go out if we're going to clean the fan area, but we might as well clean the whole furnace right and so um but he can blow it that area out a little bit so normally he'll take his hose and give a little spray of air and yeah. draw it out while he's but to, to, to do it properly you really need to pull the blower out and clean it and put it back in now if you have maintenance done every year you may never need to do that because we're cleaning it every single year right so we're not allowing any build up to happen now, now we talked about this one a little earlier. So, I'm, but uh, it says just notice my ducts are all wet and dripping since my air conditioner is on. What is happening? So, same sort of thing. It, um, your ductwork is in the basement, so uh, or it should probably in the basement. So, uh, there's just there's there's just a lot of moisture in the air. So, your basement for some reason it's got moisture in it, whether it's got, um, it just has a lot of outdoor air coming in when it's really hot and humid, and that's making your ductwork sweat because of the, the high moisture is coming in. When that high moisture hits that cold ductwork, it just condenses. 
Um, probably it could be a lack of circulation. So there's a bunch of things that it could be, uh, but really there's there's a humidity buildup going on and, uh, and a temperature change. So that's going to cause that ductwork to sweat. And and will running that fan all the time help that? As long as we can draw, only if we can draw air out of there. So in order for proper circulation, you need air supplied and air taken out of that area. Then you'll get proper circulation. And that will certainly lessen the effect of that sweating. Well, when we come back, uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about that in even the bedrooms and the upper rooms of a house. Sure. But we'll be right back after these short messages. Welcome back. In the summertime, Mongo Jerry. You know that, you know that one? I know the song, yeah. Well, another summer song. See, summer, summer. The next one's the Beatles. Can you even guess what that one's going to be? Give me a guess. Yes. What would it be? Oh, yes. No, I don't know. Well, you'll have to wait. Have to think. Keep the suspension. Thank you. So we talked about sweating ductwork in the basement. Yes. But, you know, we get bedrooms upstairs that are too hot, too cold. Um, what can be the challenge with that? So it's usually, it's, it's always a circulation issue. So um, there could be just no return air in the room. Uh, we could leave the door closed, um, which people think that that register works all the time, but it, Research has shown that um, once a room gets pressurized, so the, the, there's no return air in the room, the door is closed. Once they like, blow an air into a bottle, once that room fills up with air and it's pressurized, that duct actually really stops working. It can't keep pushing air in the room, which is already full. So and that's why cold air returns are so popular in rooms. So as you're pushing air in, you're pulling air out. So it, it just it completes the cycle. Or if that room doesn't have a quarter return, you can open the door a little bit, leave it uh, slightly ajar, and then that allow the air to relieve itself. So, but that still doesn't help the heat, which is pushing down on the on the ceiling on the attic space. So, which is the other problem. Nowadays, you'll see that uh, contractors will put uh, cold air returns in the lowest part on the floor near the basement. So, in a finished basement, the cold air return air should be near the floor. On the highest floor, so if it's a bungalow on the main floor, if it's two-story, 
you want the return air to be high on the wall. That's where the heat is. So if we draw our air from two extremes and keep that furnace fan running, uh, that air is going to constantly circulate, and it's just going to help keep that home much more even temperature and much more comfortable. So the idea is to tell, trick the thermostat that, because uh, your house your house is subject to wherever the thermostat is. So wherever the thermostat sits in your house, that's the climate control center for the home. If the if the hallway is the right temperature, it doesn't understand that the base is colder or the upstairs is warmer. So you have to help that thermostat understand, and the best way to do that is to run the furnace fan to keep that air circulating so that that thermostat can understand that it gets a blended temperature throughout the house, and that makes it more comfortable. And that's all it is, Joe. Draw air out and put air in. It most I've been doing this a long time, and usually, ninety percent of the time, if a house is uncomfortable, it has to do with circulation. Well, and I'll give you an example. You know, you you think I I have a tape measure around my house, right? One would hope. So when I ordered a new bedroom suite from Jennings, and they did a great job. Thank you very much, looks beautiful. And when they said, do you want to go to a king? Sure, let's go to a king. You know, maybe I should have got the tape measure out and just measured. Did you realize how big that bed is? But not until they put it in there. <laughs> and then, so I had to adjust some of the furniture around, and it's not over the register. But the way before, it used to be able to blow along the wall and you know, kind of come up and get it. And now it blows and hits the bed and it blows and hits the end table. And what I notice is bedroom's a little warmer than it normally so Not 66 degrees? No. So, you know, that becomes a challenge. Was it 72? Yeah. So I got to drop the temperature down lower just to get that bedroom to the temperature that I like it. Or I got to kick the dog out. And then I can leave the door open, and then it gets cooler right. at that point. But yes, but so just you know, furniture placement as well as just allowing things to circulate really does affect it. Now, I received a letter, Steve, uh -oh. from London Hydro. That's interesting. Said, dear Mr. Inch, London Hydro has recently observed a substantial increase in your water consumption. On June 3rd, our meter reader obtained a reading of 965.6 from your meter. This reading will produce a higher consumption of 45.5 cubic meters for the time period of May 5th to June 3rd. In an effort to promote conservation and cost savings for a customer, London Hydro would like you to suggest that if you can... Uh, readily account for the increase by checking one of the following. Do you see or hear water running, dripping from toilet, faucet? Do you have new sod or seed or grass that required extra watering? Do you have guests that you had to use extra laundry? Is there a silent leak in your toilet? Wow. Uh, to check, put a few drops of food coloring in the tank, wait 10 minutes. If the water in the bowl is now colored, you have a leak. Have you had any repairs made in the last month that used to release water in the process? 
check your water softener or your reverse osmosis system and have the settings been changed or added something new. So I thought that was kind of neat. Now, mine was that my sprinkler had a new system put in and it sprung a leak, but I didn't, it wasn't running out on the pavement or the driveway. Got it. So I never saw it. So I don't know if it was leaking for a day or two days, but I found it with the water pressure in the house. Like I turned the kitchen tap on and went, huh, low pressure. Did I flush the toilet? And maybe that's why. And an hour later I turned it on and it's still low pressure. Went to the bathroom, checked that sink. It was low pressure. Then I went, oh, I don't, go on. I don't have a flood in the basement. Yeah. Went down in the basement, no flood, but I could hear water and went over and turned the valve off for the sprinkler system that I have in the basement and water noise stopped. So then I turned it back on and went, okay, I got a leakage. Started walking around all the heads, couldn't find it. Then I look in the middle of the grass and it looks like I have a little bubbling rock with water <laughs> and walked over and sure enough the water was just bubbling out and and it wasn't shooting like three feet in the air it was only up about half an inch taller than the grass so turned the water off from the new sprinkler company and said you need to come out and repair the leak but obviously it showed on my Water bill. Water bill, which I haven't got the bill yet. Well, don't worry. Yeah. Well, when I get the bill, I may be calling to say, hey, what do you do? But at least they, you know, it was nice that they noticed it and are reaching out and at least letting the homeowners know. Absolutely, yeah. But a toilet leak can fill a swimming pool. Absolutely. You know, it's not, yeah, it's not dealt with, yeah. So, and the funny thing, they had a card with two peel strips. And I showed Greg our, our plumbing department said, does this look familiar? Because that's exactly what we have is those cards that they can hand out and drop them in the back of the tank and see. But like they say, you can use food coloring or jello. You know, put a pack of jello in there. Tang. You know, you can use now tang will turn everything in the tank orange. orange. <laughs> but it might be a nice smell in the bathroom for a while. But that's all down there. So, so we got still got some specials running out there. You know, our free Priority Plus membership for our first responders, military, and teachers. Yes. 10% off any products or service for our doctors, nurses, EMT, paramedics, police officers, firefighters for our, all their hard work. We have a $119 uh, advantage special going on for a furnace and air. We have $60 off of precision tune-up. We have uh, water heaters as low as $19.95. And we also have uh, $50 off any repair. Those are all on our website for, for you to take a look at. So you've been pretty busy? I've been swamped, actually, hey. yes. You were up to uh, King Carton. I was in the King Carton area. Yes. Yeah. Did some quotes up there. I did. Made a couple of made a sale. Now, when I was looking at the GPS, it looked like you were sitting in the lake. <laughs> so you must have been down at the beach up there. Uh, to get to the, one of the calls, yes, I was driving along the, uh, the beach. Yeah. 
Sure. Okay. Uh, you had fries? Would you have a little fish, fish and fries? Well, or I did not have time for lunch that day. Yes. But it kept me hopping. Yeah. yeah. It was a busy, busy place up there. It is. Yeah. And with the summer and now that we're starting to open up, uh, all of it will get busy now. You know, I'll have a longer wait down at Mackey's. Yes, you will. You're going to have to just kind of figure out how you're going to handle that, right? Now, I was pretty busy last Saturday. Oh, yeah. Strawberries. Oh, you went up to Ferguson. I went up. Well, I I got double strawberries. So I went to Ferguson's, and my daughter went to Heman's. And she called, do you want any strawberries? I said, yeah, I'll take a flat. So I got a flat from Heman's. I got a flat from Ferguson's. So I'm curious, who's who's the better? Do I have to say that on the air, Steve? <laughs> the first test, I would have to say Hemans. Oh. And I've always been a Ferguson strawberry person. But Hemans were a little riper, I would say, mm-hmm. and uh, just a little more tender. So you just so you, you left your Ferguson's on the counter a little bit longer? No, Ferguson's are in a bowl here at the shop. Are they? So I'm eating Ferguson's at the shop, and I'm eating... Heman's at home. See. But I'm almost gone through two flats. Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> so, wow. And the dog doesn't like strawberries. So I can leave it on the table and I don't have to worry about it being gone. Well, that's about hilarious. So it just smells at him, turns its nose, and walks away. I go, good. Like, I don't have to worry uh, about my ice cream with oh. strawberry. <laughs> then it then it'd be gone. <laughs> she is an ice cream fan, that's for sure. Yeah, a little vanilla ice cream with some strawberries. She'd, have, she'd eat those up in no time. And she's, uh, she had a little accident. I saw it on social media with her back paw, so what'd yeah. she do? She caught her dew claw when she was playing with another dog in the backyard and yeah. tore it off. Ouch! Yeah. So we had it in to have a little mend, little Ouch. stitches, and Ouch. fix it up, and then uh, she had the, the cone of shame on. She did. She didn't like that, right? <laughs> she did not like that. And she wasn't smart enough to figure walk in the center and you can get through everywhere, but if you try to hug the corner, take a shortcut, you know, the cone's going to hit. So <laughs> my walls have a few marks on them, and even out, out in the backyard, you know, finally she figured it out. She puts her head up high, looks like she's looking at the sky running around. And she couldn't take it off, is that right? No, she couldn't get it off. Wow, that's but that would make her mad too because she's good at taking the collars off. Yeah, no, she did. But uh, later this, you know, uh, earlier this week, we we took it off finally and put it, and she wasn't going at it, so it was good. But yep, she was not a happy dog there for a while. <laughs> so maybe that's what you need, right? Just kind of entice her, just. You know, behave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've kept it out so I can just like grab it. And, you know, do you want this? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> so. <laughs> so have you figured out that Beatles song yet? I am not. All right. Well, well we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after these short messages. It's all right. Oh 
Well, welcome back to the song that Steve can't remember from the Beatles. Okay, tell me, please. Here comes the sun. Oh, for crying out loud. How could you not? So simple. From the summer, here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. You know? Yeah, I, I got it. You got it, Steve? I got it, yeah. And, and what do you think? I'm going to give you a hint. The last song. It has, what have you played so far? I've played uh, Summer of 69, Brian Adams. So the last song is going to be The Boys of Summer. No, it has Saturday in it. By Chicago. No. Honestly? Yeah. So what is it? That's the song. Saturday in the Park. I figured that nice song deck. Saturday, everybody go to the park. Enjoy Saturday in the Park. Great. Yeah. By Chicago. Great. Thanks. There you go. I was going to play uh, that Trooper song. Yeah. Boys in the Bright White Sports Car. Yeah. yeah. Here they come, the boys in the Bright White Sports Car. But I don't have a white sports car. Anymore. My little Fiero. Oh. <laughs> I used to be blaring from that little car. That right. drives yeah. around. Yeah. With Brandon when he was a little baby in the passenger seat. Strapped in. Yeah. And Pat Mad. Yeah, car starting fire. Couple times, couple times. <laughs> first, that's why they call it a Fiero. Yeah, first time I put it out too quick. Oh. Learn, learn my learn. Oh, your lesson just yeah. let it burn. So the second time we let it burn a little while <laughs> before we called, and then then they put in a whole new engine instead of repairing the engine. So let it burn a little yeah. longer. <laughs> yeah, I still remember the first time people are pulling up, driving down Highbury towards um, Hamilton Road. Yeah. So from Commissioner to Hamilton Road, and people are pulling up beside me, and your your car's on fire. Your car's on fire. <laughs> and I look out the back, and all you do see is just smoke, just pouring out. So you pull, I pull over and I flip the hood, which was in the back. Yeah. And it opens up and she, and the smoke's just pouring out. And so called the 911 fire department comes and puts it out. And then they say, oh, yeah, we'll just fix the engine. I went, no, 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 I want a whole new engine. No, they just fixed it. So the next time it caught on fire, I just wait a little longer. Before we called 911. And then the engine burned a little more. So, but yeah, it. It had two fires in it. And then did the new engine ever create a fire? Nope. Now, I didn't have it as long. <laughs> After two fires, I went, maybe this isn't a good time. But but uh, I ended up selling it, trading it in. And I, what did I get? I got a big boat, a Ford Mercury, big blue. The, the front hood was longer than the back of the car. I forget what that was. Fair, Fairmont or Fairly? Dark blue with a vinyl top, yeah. four door. But yeah, it was. That's not the one I. That's not the one I almost cut my finger off in. No, that was, that was a purple. That was a '69. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my first car. Yeah, keep your in the blood. Yeah, keep your finger out the window. Oh, yeah, so that yeah. you didn't get blood on my car. That's right. Yeah. So all those good memories. My hand through a patio door window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my, not my finest hour. You forgot the timer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not been a good day for the timer. You have no idea how long we're going to be. Matt's going to just have to come in and go, okay, cut. Matt's going to have to play the songs for like an hour just to fill in the gap because <laughs> I forgot to hit start on the timer. Wow. Today has wow. not been the first. I was pretty good for the first half of the show. There's lots going on, man. But uh, the second half of the show, I've... Uh, 
I kind of fell apart here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now there is definitely a um, equipment shortage yes. going on. It, it is really um, showing up and and is hurting us. Uh, yes. So if you're thinking, you know, I'm going to talk about furnaces, and say if you're thinking of replacing your furnace this winter, earlier the better. Yes, just to make sure you can get a furnace. Yeah, and you you know you can make sure you get what you want. It's not a problem of getting a furnace. It's we can. It's getting the correct furnace. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing that we need to do. The. Uh, but that's that's the biggest challenge that we're running into now. Yes, it's trying to to manage the equipment and have it here and get things put in and and we've been pretty good. I would think there's only one that I know of that we're having difficulty that the customer's been waiting. But we're and it, and a lot of the larger units, which they don't make as many, so I guess that's why the problem is the larger four ton and five ton air conditioners have. Have really become a challenge. Yes. Yeah. They certainly have. Now the, um, you know, as we're coming out of COVID and we seem to be doing better and everybody's getting a second uh, vaccination. Indoor air quality. You now have a product that within 30 minutes can give you a report on how. Yes, yeah, so we updated our air advice. Um, uh, and it's just a little interval monitor that monitors the air, and um, I can I can more accurately instead of you know we used to leave the old machine we used to leave in the house for a week and come back and pick it up then bring it back and do a diagnostic on it and download the information and then come back and report for you. Now within that call, so I when I first get there I plug it in I go down have a look at your furnace do some measurements do a heat loss. And then by the time I get done that, I'll already have it'll be ready for me to get that information, so I can share that with you right then and there on that call on that call. So that's that's good. So we are looking forward to that. And it can check temperature, temperature, humidity, VOCs. Doesn't tell you what they are. It tells you the concentration of them: uh, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, humidity, um, and dust, like particulate. So. It does all those things. And if you want to find exactly what's in the air. Well, then that's 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 a very specified test that's probably done by uh, another company, and that it has to go to a lab and be analyzed. So you're going to spend at least 500 bucks to have a test like that done. And I don't know. I'm just guessing at the cost because I just don't know. But if you are hypersensitive to certain things and you really need to know what's in your house, this air device isn't going to tell you what's in the air. It's going to tell me concentration, so levels of it. And I can tell you that, yeah, there is a problem, or no, there's not a problem. But if you really need details, then you're going to have to uh, go deeper and get uh, and, and pay for a proper uh, lab analysis on what's in the air in the house. Yeah, and there is a lab. It used to be where you got your um, passports. They're on York and Colborne at yeah. the corner. Yeah. But they've now moved in where the old uh, Vic Hospital was. Yeah. Down there. And what they do is put canisters in the space yeah. that absorbs the air. Then they come back and pick those canisters up, take them back to their lab, and then test, you know, look for 
mold spores and, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and so our monitor will not detect mold. So it's not a mold sensor. Um, what people don't understand is that mold spores are in the air. They are airborne and they, and they are around. It's whether or not they become active or not. So in certain conditions, uh, high humidity in certain areas, they like dark, damp environments, then, you know, mold can can become active. So uh, keep that in mind. If you're looking for a mold test, that's not us. We can't, we can't come and test for mold. Well, and, you, you know, we still have good filtration. Absolutely. You know, good humidification. Ventilation. Uh, ventilation is key these days. Ventilation, sterilization, um, filtration, those are all key. And as well on water, as well as in. Yeah, water and air. Yeah, and air. both. We have reverse reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis, softening, purification. We, we do all that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So not only what you breathe in, it's what you drink. So if, if you are a bottled water fan, then you should maybe look at becoming a, an, an air purification fan as well. Well, and I want to thank Matt because Matt makes us amateur radio guys look pretty good. Especially when the guy doesn't hit the start timer. Right. So we want to thank Matt for all he does for our show and, and to make it sound so good. But when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 in Woodstock. 519-533-6057. We're always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to the podcast to this show by hitting RoyInch.com, hit the About tab, then or hit the Company tab, then the About Us tab, and you'll see the Inch by Inch button. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from Inch, life is inch. We'll see you next week.